Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to TMZ Live. Harvey Levin here. Charles here. Got a mystery wrapped in a conundrum right now. This is crazy. You know the fight between Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers was mysteriously I, cut. I mysteriously beg to cut differ. Today. I don't see a mystery here at all. Oh, and I you do. were asking the question yesterday, who wins in this battle between Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers? It ain't over. It's it Jimmy. It ain't over. I, it ain't over. It's Jimmy Kimmel, and we know this. The reason I'm saying it's Jimmy Kimmel, and you will come around to saying it's Jimmy Kimmel, nope. is because Pat McAfee started his show today by announcing that Aaron Rodgers will no longer be a part well, of Well, here's, here's what he yeah. said. It's Tuesday, season four is uh, done. Yeah. Ah, complete season. There's going to be a lot of people that are happy with that, myself included, to be honest. With the way it ended, it got real loud mm-hmm. and uh, real loud. I'm happy that that is not going to be my mentions going forward, mm-hmm. which is great news. We are very lucky to get a chance to chat with him and learn from him. Some of his thoughts and opinions, though, do piss off a lot of people. A lot of people. And uh, I'm pumped that that is no longer going to be every single Wednesday of my life, uh, which it has been for the last few weeks. On Friday, obviously, I threw us into the fire as well. Forever stand by that. Everything else, though, like, just can't do that and not what we want to be known for. Hmm. So what do you mean? Oh, that's when he called out the ESPN exec. Right. But uh, as far as Aaron, it sounds like Pat is celebrating this. He's like, I don't want to deal with this mess anymore. So how do you say that okay. Jimmy Kimmel didn't win? I will tell you how. Jimmy Kimmel's, uh, no. well, Jimmy Kimmel's first thing was to say to Pat McAfee, why do you have this idiot on your show? Right. Right? Uh Well, guess what? He's not on his show. And my feeling is this, that this is not Pat McAfee necessarily talking about what he believes, that there is a whole hierarchy at Disney that has a problem, let me just make my point, has a problem with politics inserted into content there, and that the executives leaned in hard on him. He complained about the executives as well as Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. I think this is good for Pat's business because the bottom line is you want ears and eyeballs, and he was getting that with Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron can continue doing what he does. It's not a win for anybody. It's just I think this is Disney saying, look, we got both Jimmy Kimmel and we got Pat. We got to make them happy. Aaron should be out of the mix. But that doesn't mean because he's off that show that he I didn't say that Aaron Rodgers is going away and he's going to be locked but in you a said closet he's lost. somewhere. You said he lost. I'm not so saying this, he's not on that platform I'm not saying anymore. Jimmy was, won or lost. It's just that, that Disney made its move. Harvey, I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I've talked to people. I know some people who would be in a position to, to kind of know what's going on here. They say that this was Pat's decision that this was not a network decision at all, that this was Pat McAfee's decision, that Pat has always controlled the guests that appear on his show, and that this was simply a Pat McAfee call. That said, ESPN, my sources will say that they support the decision. Why did he get mad then? Why did he get mad the first go-around 
when the Disney people called Aaron's comments Because he dumb. still doesn't want them to be, he wants to make the call himself. Don't come down on me. So that's why Pat gets mad at the executives. But this wasn't, and you could hear it in his voice. He didn't want to deal with this anymore. Pat didn't want to deal with deal it. Deal with what, an audience? With the, he it's, still has so his audience. It's, a, it's such a double-edged sword because it's the most can't miss a TV segment in all of right. sports media right now. But at the same time, he's also getting a lot of abuse. I mean, this is criticism that Pat's never faced before. Hey, you're giving this guy a platform to spew his, you know, his right-wing conspiracies. I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't know. Is this good, bad for Pat? It's well, such and, a strange and, situation. And by the way, I'm not embracing what Aaron Rodgers said when I'm saying this at all. Because, you know, to even insinuate what he did about Jimmy Kimmel, and I know what Aaron's position was, and I heard what Jimmy said. I mean, you, you, that's wrong. It's just wrong. But in terms of Aaron's megaphone, I don't think that megaphone has gone His away. His megaphone has gone way down. Yes, he can go on social media he and do, do whatever he wants. he wants. Of course. But he doesn't have... Pat McAfee and ESPN's platform anymore, and that's a loss. So, I, I, so what? Why is, are you, listen, by the way, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of my team. I should be the one who's <laughs> dying on the hill for him. You can't admit that he took an L here. He no, took because, an L. No, what I'm saying is, what if, what if Aaron Rodgers? Okay, I'll just give you an example. Don Lemon, we're going to be talking about this. Don Lemon is um, is on X, on now, X now, and yeah. he's doing a show. If he pairs up with somebody like Aaron Rodgers, right. just as a point-counterpoint type thing, or another show, and it becomes really popular, right. it's because of Aaron Rodgers. Right. And, that, and, yes. and it shows he can attract people right. because of the controversy. Absolutely. But that hasn't happened. And until it does... Aaron Rodgers took a loss. Oh, just, my God. Why, why is this so hard for you? Because I don't believe it. Do you think he'll be back? Because it's yes. just, it was only going to be a few more appearances this season. But next year, what of happens? Of course is he's going to be oh, next back. Year, next of year, he may be. Of course he's going to be yes, back. Yes, you let it die down for six, eight months, whatever. And then, yeah, maybe he'll come back. Of course he'll be back. I mean, what is the North Star? But until what then. Is, what is the North Star for any show? Audience. Audience. No. Well. I guess you're saying that about yourself. <laughs> and this is St. Pete. Basically, ESPN, they know they have gotten rid of people that were talking politics for way less political things than Aaron was going in on. And also, you had Aaron going after a superstar of a sister network. I don't know how he thought this was going to end any differently. And Pat made a decision. Pat was like, it's either you or me. It is not going to be me. Bye, Aaron. <laughs> Well, I, exactly. I don't think Disney put it to Pat that way because Pat's really important. So is Jimmy Kimmel. But they're both really important to Disney. They're both really important. By the way, I was looking at at least the reported numbers. They both make about the same amount of money. What do they make? Uh, 15 to 17 million a year. Wow. Yeah, not a bad job. Not okay, bad. taking a, uh, moving on. No, moving on to uh, Kanye West and um, a, an attack that we caught some of it on camera between... There's a conflict between Kanye and a guy who wanted his autograph. This was a couple of years ago. Kanye might have thought this was over and done with. It is not, because now the guy he allegedly hit is dragging him to court. So you'll recall that this happened back uh, a couple in, of years two, ago. Two years ago. It was January 2022. Um, and Kanye. It was downtown LA. Wa had, we got some video of him leaving a studio. He was heated. It was, in the, he up. It was in the throes of the divorce. Right. And he shows up at the hotel where he was staying downtown, and this is what happened. Wait for me. Get your hand. 
Give me your hand. Hey, man, I'm protecting us no, now. No, get away what? from me. I'm protecting us no, no, now. No, 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 I am your family. I am your family. Give me your hand. Give me your hand. Take no hand. So that's no, his cousin no. talking to him. Yes. And well, trying to the, calm him down, but and the you guy. See the guy in the ground. And what the witnesses had said, and what this guy is now claiming in his lawsuit, is that he was there as an autograph seeker, and Kanye came over and said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a bleeping example out of you." And he clocked him. And clocked him. And yeah, I mean, we covered ground. this at the time. Uh, it looked like the guy had fallen on the ground. It certainly looked like something physical had happened. Now he's outright claiming and saying in a lawsuit, "Yep, I'm the victim of assault and battery." There's damages, I was injured. And more importantly, there's a, there's a mention in here of quote unquote loss of consortium with his wife, which for, for the common lay people out there, legally what that means is it's affected my sex life, uh, which is interesting because if you look at the video, look, I don't know how hurt he might've allegedly been or whatever. In the moment, it kind of looked like, eh, he kind of fell over, like whatever. I have two points about this. One, it, it yeah. seems to me, look, he's, he has the right to sue, fine. It's a little late, to be honest with you. I mean, it's like two freaking years ago, and there's a whole new wave of Kanye news since then, and now here we are talking about something that happened in 2022. Well, uh, with that said, I don't know, what, does he have more proof? That's what I'm kind of curious about. Is there more video than what we already have on our website? If there is, then maybe he has a case. Well, it, you don't need the smoking gun. I mean, you can do this with circumstantial helps. evidence. It would help, but you've got the cousin that you could probably end up calling to the stand. Right. You've got this guy you could call to the stand. You've got Kanye's history of violence. And there were other autograph seekers who were down there. Yeah, you can so get them. There right. are people, and in terms of uh, loss of consortium, it's a very common thing that people say, and I'll give you an example. So uh, Fabian's right that you know it could affect his sex life, or at least that's what he's alleging. What if he hurt his back? You know what I mean? Right. That, it, it, that's it, a good point. It, you it, do it, need your back for sex, so that's a very good point, actually. What are we talking Well, no, 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 but I, I, you, I'm actually, that's a legal point. Yes. And the other thing course. is that sometimes people do wait. The statute of limitations hadn't run yet. Um, it runs shortly, but it hadn't run yet. And sometimes people want to see the extent of their damages. You know, how much are medical bills? Right. What about pain and suffering? What about well, loss of consortium? Right what about lost the... wages? And you right. can wait until you see what your damages are because you, damages, you can't award damages that are speculative. So you, sometimes people wait until the very end to know exactly what they've lost. Right. Hi, this is Maria from Kansas City, Missouri. It is an unfortunate situation for Kanye. I mean, and a lot of people have the stance of when you're a celebrity, you need to open yourself up to your fans, take care of your, respect your fan base. But on the other hand, we have all heard the horror stories of how rude and ruthless individuals and paparazzi can be. I know it's easier said than done, but you have to take a deep breath and walk away. And I know he wasn't getting any, but that's no excuse. Yeah. I mean, well, they're not getting any came after. They're not getting any came after, right. But there is a history there, and that's going to be the rub here. Jonathan Majors desired to find a woman who is more like Michelle Obama or Coretta Scott King is not sitting well with at least one person in the King family. I'm guessing there's probably more than one. Uh, but the one who's spoken out is Bernice King. Uh, the daughter of Dr. Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott. And um, she saw what Jonathan won. She heard the audio that was played in court during his trial. And then he repeated it during this interview with ABC News uh, where Lindsey Davis asked him to explain what he meant by this. So here's his explanation. Then we'll tell you what Bernice has to say about it. People were saying, well, why was he telling this woman to be like Coretta Scott King right. and, and Michelle Obama? Give right. us like the context of, of the conversation. It was, it was me trying to 
give an analogy of, of what it is I'm aspiring to be, you know, these great men, Martin, President Obama, um, and trying to give a reference point to that. Uh, before we get into Bernice, Bernice King, yeah. I, I just have to say, what he's saying, I mean, what he's saying doesn't ring true. That it's one thing to say, I'm aspiring to be as great as somebody like Martin Luther King, which is great. I mean, or, if you, or as he puts it, Martin, because they're, they're tight like that. Right. But, <laughs> you, you know, you can aspire to be, uh, you know, somebody with that sure. kind of nobility, and that's a great thing. But when you project it onto the person you're with and saying, I'm going to be like that, so you have to be like her, I'm sorry, it, it that doesn't feels, align. It feels a little controlling. Well, Bernice um, didn't like but, it either. Yeah, so here's what Bernice had to say about it. She says that my mother wasn't a prop. She was a peace advocate before she met my father and was instrumental in him speaking out against the Vietnam War. Please understand, my mama was a force. Which she was. And she's right about the use of the word prop, because that's really... Well, that's, that's exactly why, what it is. That's what it, why that's it what felt distasteful yeah. when he said it. Well, there's that's this viral, exactly. there's a viral tweet that's going around and it says, I've literally never met someone who has a fetish with the civil rights movement, which like it tracks. Like this man just seems to be so obsessed with having a correct But that's okay King. to want to. Uh, no, but when, for again, him to want again, to when, do that, when, when we first said, heard like, Jonathan Majors use the, the, the analogy, I want a Coretta Scott King, he was talking about a white woman. So right. people already had an issue with that. How are you taking someone who was so pivotal in the civil rights movement and trying to compare a white woman to her to begin with? And then once he saw that the backlash of people saying, you know, he needs to calm down with that, for him to come out again and then uh, compare Megan Good to a Coretta Scott King, it's just getting distasteful. It's a little weird. It's just, for what? For what right. reason? Especially when he himself looks at himself or thinks that he's some ah, civil yeah, rights, Look, new age He can civil aspire to it. Can but we, you're right about the, the Megan Goo, we should explain. She was there during the ABC interview, and he went on to say that she is more of a Coretta. Can we so. just get real for a second? I mean, look, he made this comment in, a, in, in the heat of anger about, you know, with you, you got to be more, right. yeah, with grace, that you got to be more like Coretta Scott King or Michelle Obama. And he has to dig out of that hole. And he's got to figure some way of digging out of the hole. So what I, he did is probably the best he can do. It just maybe. doesn't really work. It doesn't way. help. Yeah. Hi, my name is Dawn and I'm from Austin, Texas. Um, I honestly think that the Credit Scott King comment is blown out of proportion, especially with the ramifications that are going on with this case, um, dealing with the fact that you know, Grace Jabari in the case actually was assaulting him on camera, dealing with the ADA, having other cases where they have charged other black men in this instance, one has been acquitted. I mean, there's so many other things that can be focused on and everybody's focused on Coretta. I mean, Coretta was a great woman. Yes, he can say that he wants somebody to be his partner, but I just think the focus is just out of proportion at this point. Well, I, I, I got to say one thing. I am assuming, I don't know this, I am assuming that his lawyers um, objected to the admission of that evidence, the, um, the recording. Yeah. Um, and I got to say that they're appealing. This could be an interesting basis for appeal that, that it so that poisons the jury. It's so prejudicial without any real probative value, mm -hmm. that that's when appellate courts reverse. When you see something that is so incendiary like this that will turn a jury right. against him, 
when it doesn't really go to what actually happened. Right. So we'll see. Uh, we're going to move on. Yes, uh, to Pete Davidson and an apparent admission about his um, his visit <laughs> with uh, Aretha Franklin's family. I, I'm I'm really. <laughs> I hope that this is just stand-up comedy. I don't, Pete, think it, I don't think it is. Pete Davidson has a new special out, and he talks about going to Aretha Franklin's funeral. He was dating Ariana Grande at the time. He was on ketamine at the time. And, well, not the whole time he was with Ariana. Well, not, all, not the whole time, but, but when he went to the funeral. Because that's how he ended up at the funeral, because Ariana performed at the funeral. Right. So he was there. He says he was on ketamine when he went to the funeral and then had a moment to come face-to-face -face with Aretha's family, and this is what... He says happened. It's embarrassing when you're not on ketamine anymore, though. You're like, ooh, ugh. I'm embarrassed. I was out and about like that. That's not cool, you know? You know, I was at funerals like that. That's up, right? I was at Aretha Franklin's funeral like that. Yeah, I have to live with that, you know what I mean? She'll never know, but still, it's not the point, you know what I mean? I was so high, I thought it'd be a good idea to go up to her family and go, hey, I'm just here to pay my R-E-S-P-E-C-T's. Okay. That, that part has to be a joke, right? I, there were too many people in the office today who felt like he meant that and like it really happened. Please tell me it's a joke. I don't know that it's a joke. I think it's just joke. a well-written joke. I, I it mean, feels it could, like a joke. It, it, it could be a joke. And, and, and that's the thing. If he, was, if he was so high on drugs, then he maybe wouldn't have thought of that joke in that moment. That's a pretty good joke. <laughs> it's offensive and disrespectful, but it's pretty funny. Let's be honest. I'm going to make an argument that it's not offensive and disrespectful. That... She is so known for that song, obviously, right. that, you know, maybe it's a little off-kilter. I'm not offended by the joke. But the, it's I'm not offended by if, it as if, a joke. If he said it to the family, I'd be offended well if he actually did it. It's well-intentioned, and it's an homage to her. So hey, I, Harvey, mean, I don't see Harvey. I don't At a funeral, sometimes you want a little joke. You know, like, it's, it's a very intense moment. You don't mind a little chuckle here and there. And it's, it wasn't disrespectful to her specifically. It was just a tribute to, she's iconic. Hi, yes, Adrian from Phoenix, Arizona, a.k.a. Ghost, a.k.a. Mafioso. Uh, so as far as this Pete Davidson uh, situation goes, I mean, I get he's a comedian and, and all, but I don't know. I'm just not really feeling it. You got to be more mindful to people's, you know, family and just go to pay your condolences, you know. But I get it. He's a comedian. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things where I don't know what to really even say about this. Yeah. One. You know, I'm kind of lost. It, 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 again, well, I, I feel I, like I it works be, as I a joke. I must be tone deaf because I think it would be sweet if somebody did that to the family. It's nice. It's I mean, yeah, it's a little bit funny, but it pays. It's an homage. Anyway, your funeral invites, I think, just went down. Not going to have one. <laughs> I didn't mean for one. you. I meant you're being invited to others. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I want. I, Which I went, you should be mindful of it. I, I went to a funeral and a very famous person mm -hmm. pulled me aside. I will not, I'm not going to say anything more than okay. this. Said, I kill at funerals. When we were talking about who's going to do the eulogy. Literally, I kill at funerals. Tell you later. Boy, McDonald's has triggered some people. Like uh, me. Would, would not think that. <laughs> yes, like, like there's some People uh, over here. I went a little crazy uh, today in the newsroom. People, and <laughs> you're not alone, actually. There are a lot of people who feel that this new burger that McDonald's is bringing back for a limited time, they say at this point. We always say that. It is a double Big Mac. And they said it's going to be limited time for now. Uh, but you know how that goes. Once if the sales it works, go, right. then it works. So this is like a big thing in Australia. 
It's on the menu down there in McDonald's, um, but they're gonna try it here. And a lot of people feel like this is just too much. Gluttony. That this is... Gluttony. They have crossed the line, Gluttony. finally. Four patties is all it took <laughs> to really set people off. Uh, is it really that bad? Um, I don't know. Let's, and, and, uh, and not just is it all is it just that bad, but you think this it's is a bigger a, this is sign. a marker that these fast food restaurants thing. are getting people sick because obesity is a huge anyway, I'll stop and that's what you think, but maybe it's not that bad. Okay. Let's get an expert. Uh, because joining us now uh, is famed chef Curtis Stone, who has a new show coming out called Getting Grilled with Curtis. And he is joining us now. Actually, he's the perfect person to talk to because, because he's from Australia. He's Australian. That's where this burger's coming from. This is Curtis's from. fault. Hey, Curtis, welcome to DMZ Live. <laughs> I love that this is how Australia gets into the news in America through a heart attack. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, listen, I got to say, before we even start, I am such a huge fan of you. You're an amazing chef, so thank you for joining us. Uh, it's my pleasure, my pleasure. I mean, look, here's the thing. There's so much meat in this burger. There's literally four patties. It's like the big gulp of burgers. And when you stop and think about how much you need to consume, it's totally out of whack. Now, I'm all for being indulgent, but the thing that blew my mind when I read this was it's going to retail for close to 20 bucks. That's I mean, crazy. you can go to, a good, you go to a good restaurant and eat a delicious plate of food for 20 bucks, so I just don't get it. The other thing that shocked me about it, Curtis, is the calories don't jump that much with the extra two patties. Yeah, why like, is that? So a, an original Big Mac is about 590 calories, and this one they say is 730? I believe it, yeah, yeah 7, it's, 740. It's, it's, it's yeah. around there, yeah. I, th I thought it would be twice that. Maybe they're cutting little holes in the center of the burger that you can't <laughs> see. Who knows? I have no idea what they're doing, but um, it's still a lot of calories. Like, let's face it, it's, uh, that, that's, that's a lot to chow down. Because of course you're going to have a drink and you're going to eat fries um, at the same time. It's uh, it's 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 a big burger. So so, so it, but explain this to me. When you look, I mean, everybody is now talking about you know the fact that obesity causes all these diseases. It was a huge factor with COVID. It it, it causes diabetes, all sorts of problems. And now people are talking about how do I get away from that? And they're talking about Ozempic. Meanwhile. All these fast food restaurants are putting burgers on top of bacon, on top of avocado, on top of more burgers. Do you see this as, as a problem that, that's even correctable? It's a massive problem, but it, it should come with a health warning, in my humble opinion. And look, I've spent my life creating food from local farmers and going to farmers markets and getting to know the purveyors. So when someone walks into my butcher shop at Gwen, I can tell them, what kind of animal that that is, what herd it came from, what it, was, what it ate, how long we've aged it for. And when you, when you look at menus that have a lack of information, now they say it's 100% beef. Well, wonderful. I would expect it to be 100% beef. <laughs> but they, they don't talk about what kind of beef. It's not Angus. It's not this. It's not that. So it probably means that it's a mixture of a bunch of stuff. You've got to know what you're eating, and I don't think you do when you go and buy this burger. I'm sorry for harping on this, but I, I, this is a thing with me. I don't understand it, maybe you can help me with this, that on the one hand, people are talking about you know, losing weight, being health conscious, um, you know, using Ozempic, going to Jenny Craig, using all of that. And these commercials are littering television and the internet. And then at the same time, you have another group of commercials it that are like telling fighting people- fighting each other. Yeah, that fighting each other, they seem <laughs> so inconsistent that they're selling all of this terribly unhealthy food 
And, you know, who's winning this? <laughs> or, or are they two separate worlds that never collide? I think when you look at the health details of the country, um, the healthy side ain't winning. You know, it's the junk food that, that sort of, they're winning that battle. And I think what they play on is cravings, right? And when you think, when you see this on an ad or when you smell something that smells delicious, you think to yourself, well, I want to have it, you know, and you'll, you'll forget about your health and you'll forget about um, certain things to just go ahead and get it. I think that the really smart way, of course, we have to eat within balance. That's the key. But the really smart thing to do is also tempt yourself with good things because you can be tempted by positive temptation. You can be tempted by negative temptation. And, of course, these fast food joints, they really um, they want to tempt you. That's why those commercials look so good. And you know when you unwrap one of these burgers, it never looks like it. It never it. looks like it. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah, never it really looks like it. <laughs> Tell us about your yeah, show. Getting Grilled with Curtis Stone. Tell us what's uh, premiering this Sunday. Uh, on QVC and HSN, what can we expect? We have fun guests every single episode, different guests. Uh, we, we kick off with Sebastian Maniscalco. I mean, so much fun. I sit on the sofa with a guest. We talk. I ask them questions that they probably don't want to always answer, but I ask them anyway. Then we go in the kitchen. I cook for them. I actually cook something that they said they would never eat. So I try to get them to try something new, um, but I also cook them something that, that, that that's delicious. We play a few games. It's a really fun show. And yeah, it premieres this Sunday on uh, the HSN app. That's so that's cool. Really awesome. Looking forward to it. Well, also, well, I just want to, see, I want to see what you cook because you're such a great chef. You really are. Uh, thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Stay away from those burgers. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been to his restaurants? He is fantastic. I have, yes. It's amazing. Okay. We're I, taking wonder, it. I, I do wonder how popular, because it's on the menu as a normal thing in Australia. So what's happening in Australia? Yeah, I thought people in Australia, I mean, I was going to say, I thought people in Australia are fit, but that's a stupid comment because everybody. you're just looking at the photos we get on people on the beach. And that's right. Like, you know, swimmers. <laughs> Isn't everybody like Chris Hemsworth? Yeah. They're all exactly like that in Australia. Right. Okay, taking a break. All right. So when we come back, Kevin Hart responding to some of the Cat Williams criticism. Cat basically said he doesn't deserve any of the success he has. And yet Kevin Hart's ex-wife is going on tour with Cat? Well, we got Kevin's response to that when we come back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to TMZ Live, and Kevin Hart has got to be feeling some sort of way about all the things that Cat Williams accused him of. Some sort of way. <laughs> during uh, <laughs> Some sort of way. You know, people know what that means. Uh, I get it. <laughs> well, uh, on his uh, interview with Shannon Sharp. He basically called him a plant. He said he doesn't deserve plant. the success. He had. didn't earn the success that he's had in Hollywood and that he was planted. He didn't actually do the hard work on the comedy scene to make know. it to where he is. I, we, were, we were around during the ascendancy of Kevin Hart, and that's just not true. Kevin Hart put in the there, time. I will say there were things that Cat Williams brought up that made you go, hmm. Like what? Doesn't, like what? Well, basically the timeline of where Kevin came up and how he came up. I, I'm not, look, 
Uh, believe me, I'm he not dying it, on any he, hill he, defending he, he Cat paid Williams. His, he paid his dues. All right, so you say. Well, um, so Kevin, if that wasn't bad enough, how does Kevin Hart feel about the fact that his ex-wife, Tori, is going on tour with Cat Williams? Is going on tour with Cat Williams. It does feel like that, talk about a plant, it feels like Cat kind of did that as a dig. Right, well, and, and the divorce at the time was kind of tricky. Well, here is what Kevin Hart said about it. We got him out in New York City. Um, and maybe he's taking the high road. A lot of people yeah. were saying that Cat was trying to downplay your accomplishments. What to you is the driving force behind your success? Uh, my success is my success. I want everybody to win. I love everybody. I love that. Yeah. Once again, you know, your ex-wife is going on tour with Cat. I want everybody to win. I hope the tour is great. Boy, he does not dive into anything that is remotely controversial. And remember, the only thing he's up to this point said about the Cat Williams interview, which, by the way, has like 41 million views. Does it really? Yeah. I mean, Shannon Sharp came up huge on this. But the only thing that Kevin has said was to say he, he used it the day after the interview came out as a way to plug his movie <laughs> that's coming out. He didn't really address anything that Kat said. But that's very, clearly Kev he's that's not very Kevin Hart. Very Kevin Hart. Um, so, <laughs> I guess, do you believe he's taking the high road or is he just avoiding conflict? Here's what I believe. For sure, Cat Williams has Tori on tour, at least in part, to dig at Kevin. Uh, well, to dig at Kevin. Hmm. I'm not saying she's right, not right, worthy right. of it. I'm saying, in terms of motivations, I believe that's part of well, it because of what, what he said. Guess what? Uh, we also got uh, Tori Hart. There you go. Talking folks. about it. Let's let's get her opinion. Does Kat and Kevin do they have beef? Everybody wants to know. No, I mean Kevin loves everybody, right? So why there's no beef? You saw the interview. There's no beef. Did Kat put you on tour to make Kevin upset? Why would he do that? Me and Kat are friends. We go back like 20 years. We've been friends 20 years. Like we're so close to the point that Kat has babysat my dog. I had a pit bull, and Kat babysat my pit bull. Shig Knight was. I mean, like, no, we we go way back to where I'm telling you, like, we have history. So no, I. They are friends. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad we got both of them out, and you know, we have to take them at their word, but. I want to know what they actually think, like behind the scenes. Like Kevin is just so, like he doesn't say anything controversial. I guess he does have two kids with Tori, so he probably doesn't want to rock the boat really with her. But regardless, he cannot be happy about it. Wasn't this, there right? something in the way Tori said, what do you mean? Kevin loves everybody, right? Oh, the you think that that said was it shade? Made it, no, not because shade, not he shade. He used those words too. Exactly. So it's I wonder almost if like they choreographed it. Right. Hmm. Interesting. That's what I'm wondering. Interesting. Hi, Lisa here from San Jose, California. And I just wanted to say that the shade of Cat Williams taking Kevin Hart's ex-wife on tour with him <laughs> is next level. But I think that it's great that Kevin is taking the high road. I agree. Everyone can succeed. And Cat is hilarious. I don't know about Kevin Hart's ex-wife, but this is her chance. Shoot her shot. I'll check out the show. Hey, I'm pretty sure tickets to their show will be cheaper than tickets to one of Kevin's. That is true, but I will say not to shade Cat, Cat Williams. Cat Williams is still immensely popular. Hugely popular. As a touring comedian. And, and some people have said he's the most successful touring comedian. He's, super, he's always super doing successful. it. Okay, we're moving on. Yes, to excited about this. UFO Revolution. Uh, part two of our docuseries it is a three-part event, but part two is out now. Uh, you can stream it on Tubi. The, the first part 
um, dropped yesterday. Yep. And there's going to be a third part tomorrow. But uh, in part two, we really get into the price that some people have paid for coming forward and actually speaking out uh, about things that they've seen, about UFOs. Uh, most prominently, David Grush, who was uh, a member of the military, was in the he Department, was in the of, Department Defense. of Defense. And you saw him testify last year in Congress. So I, I just want to say, David Grush has been tarred and feathered by officials in the United States government. They leaked medical information to try and discredit him because he would dare say in front of Congress under oath that there are non-human remains that have been found in this country, that there are... That there, there, there what, are aircraft. There are aircraft that uh, from... A, not from, not and not anything human beings made where there are remnants of it still and they tried to discredit him they have done this with so many people so many people to try and tamp all of this down um they can't do it anymore but we ended up uh, Jeremy Corbell who is yes. the north star when it comes to uh UFOs and understanding it and he is responsible in no small part for this revolution he interviewed David um and here's just a little bit of what you're going to see in the doc. I just want to call you, man, and just kind of ask, how's it been going since you talked in front of Congress? Uh, slow and steady. I mean, there's some congressional interactions that I'm a part of right now behind the scenes. So for you, is there any moment where you've kind of regretted speaking up? You kind of had to, right? Yeah, I mean, I saw that that was the you know, course of action I had to do. I mean, you know, I don't, yeah, regret it. It's, you know, I didn't want to live in the matrix when there's stuff like this that's being, you know, hidden from the world populace. Yeah, I mean, the amount of blowback that he got for this, really brave of him and others to come forward and talk about it because when he did, there was some of that stigma where people, obviously there's stigma, that's why he's gotten the blowback. But, but that stigma's going away. because. Right. But I think it's going away because there have been people like Like himself. David Rush and Ryan Graves, who we've had on this show before and we've used in another documentary on UFOs. Ryan Graves was a Navy pilot. He saw things he could not explain and he spoke out. He was brave to speak out because this is a reputationally based job being a Navy pilot. Right. And a lot of people say, oh, if they see something or they say something, they're crazy. He spoke out, and he's going to be in this documentary too. Right, and that's the revolution, right? The fact that that is part of the revolution. This is a really good, uh, good event. Um, we're really proud of this UFO revolution on Tubi. You can watch it for free. Um, we're really proud of this. Are you happy? Are you happy now, social media? <laughs> Look what you did to Selena Gomez. You drove yeah. her away. You drove her away. And maybe she's not going to come back. She'll come back. Did you ever think about that? Yeah, she'll come back. Come she's back. done it before. She doesn't. Uh, but back. yes, uh, on the heels of all of the Golden Globes controversy, everyone buzzing about what exactly she whispered to Taylor Swift and Kelly Teller that made them look shocked, made Kelly actually say the name Timothy out loud. So, uh, look, I mean, that, that everybody thought that, that Kylie Jenner denied Selena a picture with Timothy Chalamet. And she did get, so a lot of the Kardashian army went after Selena, even though Selena is the, has the most followers, or did have the most followers of anyone on right. Instagram. But still, she was feeling some blowback and she decided, Just I'm out. Throw, throw in Shut the down. So she posted a photo of Benny Blanco. By the way, she's also been getting a lot of heat about her boyfriend, Benny Blanco. So maybe that was part of it too. She posted this on her Instagram story. And when you zoom in, it says, I'm off social for a while, focusing on what really matters. 
you guys, she has been getting bombarded with hate. I think at the surface, if you look at like just the general, you know, report that she was gossiping about, you know, Timothy Chalamet and Kylie, how Kylie said, don't take a photo with Selena. I think a lot of people just on the surface would side with Selena. However, don't forget the Kardashians, whether you love them or hate them, they have a huge army. A ton of people took Kylie's side on this alleged incident and were going after Selena and actually arguing with Selena fans. Selena fans were arguing with, with Kardashian fans all about this. You know, uh, Kardashian fans were saying, like, to Selena, like, you're a homewrecker. Like, you know, pay respect to Make Kylie. Make it sound like she was going after. She wasn't. And the story was never that she was, like, Hitting on Timothy. No, she wanted, no. just wanted to take a photo well, with her. Not friend. only, not only exactly. that, they're, they're friends. They did a movie. And they were together. friends before Kylie they, was ever long in the before Kylie. They, they did a movie together. They got history. So I, I, the only thing I'm saying is, you know, look, everybody knows social media is just a cauldron of hate. Everybody knows that, and that whatever you say, you're going to get trashed. also a lot of sex and a lot of sex. But you're going to get trashed by a lot of people. Whatever you say, everybody knows that. She knows that. She knows that better than just about anybody because. She is more successful at it than right. just about anybody. So the idea that she goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Because there's there's good sides to social media and then there's bad sides to social media. And when you when the bad gets overwhelming, yeah, it's probably a good time to just take a break, you know, turn it on snooze or whatever. Because she does go through the comments, you guys, and she will like engage with her fans. And that's why like she is so beloved, is because she's not just one of those celebrities like you never hear or never see from her. So you know she's reading these comments, and Harvey, you know, and Charles, you know, number one rule, don't read the comments. But she don't does because she wants comments. to engage with fans. Uh. There's a better solution. Ashley Moss from Danville, Virginia. And I wasn't even aware that she was back from her last break. So <laughs> there's that. Um, and I don't understand why she has to keep announcing it to everybody. Like, that's just drawing more attention to your social media. And because everybody's going to want to know what's up. Right. By the way. Is, it, I know that there's talk about it. Is she definitely doing this Linda Ronstead biopic? I, I don't think it's confirmed. It's been rumored, Harvey, yeah. but with her posting that she was reading that book of Linda, I think that confirms it, right? She uh, so confirms that she wants the role. Whoever does it, I'm in. Uh, Linda Ronstadt is unbelievable. Oh, I love Linda Streamed Ronstadt. Streamed a lot of Linda Ronstadt. She's Ronstadt. the best. She is the best. What's the thing about politics? Bedfellows. Uh, politics makes strange bedfellows. Yes. Uh, I don't think this is strange at all. It kind of makes sense. Uh, who Bill Clinton is hanging with down in Mexico. And that would be Gavin Newsom, the California governor. I find that very interesting. Who a lot of people think... He's running for he's president. He's going to run for president yeah. at some point. The more immediate thing is that a lot of people think he should run for president that if, now, that if Biden, that if Biden does Biden. end up stepping down, if he says, look, the poll numbers are terrible, I'm not going to do it, Gavin Newsom slides in. I hear right. what you're saying, but isn't this a huge risk for Gavin Newsom? Of all the former presidents to be seen with right now, Bill Clinton, who has been uh, brought up in these Epstein documents and so forth, this is he's kind of radioactive right now. You might want to hang out with Obama or someone like that, but not Bill Clinton. You know what? You say that, but here's the thing. Number one, when you look at the documents that have been released, um, they never say that Bill Clinton um, had sex with any of these women on that island. The guy was impeached for, you know, ha having oral sex with Monica Lewinsky in the Oval Office or in the adjacent office. So there, were, there was a lot that Bill Clinton had done 
And people forgave him for that. I don't think it's as risky. I know what you're saying, and I think a lot of people perceive it that way, and I'll be honest, my, that was my initial reaction. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought, no, that's just the media talking. Uh, what else do you guys want to talk about? Hey, guys, this is Bo Morgan in Atlanta talking about Aaron Rodgers no longer appearing for the rest of the mm -hmm. season on the Pat McAfee show. And we all need to big Pat, give Pat McAfee a huge thank you because he is doing us an all a service. We don't want to hear Aaron Rodgers' anti-vax and woke talk and how he's being targeted by some people. Enough is enough. Pat McAfee was the adult in this story. We should all be thanking him. Okay, well, as long you know as what? you're talking about... That is, as, but wait a minute. As long as you're talking about, um, you know, getting away from the core, which is football... What do you think of Taylor Swift at the games? That's not what he was well, talking about. Well, kind of. I kind of want to know. <laughs> That's just one more thing that Tony Romo can make a joke about, and we can have a live cutaway of the fans, and we just get a famous fan. It, it, it is something that the NFL has taken advantage of, and Travis Kelsey is getting one or two more commercials out of it. So good for good for Travis Kelsey, honestly. Okay, fair. Okay, That's at least serious, somewhat game-related. Okay, it was good answer. Uh, one more. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sadia Young, and I'm calling in from Philadelphia. I think that Kanye is going through a lot now, and I think him coming from the studio, trying to get some music together, probably was a big stress on him as it was just for somebody to try to get like an autograph or a picture from him. So I don't think he meant to do it. I think it might have been out of frustration with everything else that was going on. So Not an excuse. Kanye has been going through a lot for a long time. And remember, at the time of this incident was right at, on the heels of the divorce. And we know how he was, yeah. you know, pining for Kim and all of that. Yeah. So. Kendall Jenner and her buddy uh, Haley Bieber out for a little spin in Beverly Hills yesterday when somebody allegedly broke the law. That would be Kendall Jenner who was behind the wheel. California roll. Uh, they didn't stop at a stop sign. Well, that doesn't mean California roll. It was. You can blow a stop sign. I don't think. Or she, there's a California roll. Okay, I don't. There's think a difference. Blew the stop sign. Well, you don't know which it is. I was told it was a California anyway, roll. Anyway. You can see uh, Beverly Hills cop pulled her over. Okay, so what does the cop do when he sees two beautiful women in the car like this? Y'all know this story. Here, there she is, smiling, batting her eyelashes yeah, bat and whatnot. <laughs> <You> bat <laughs> <laughs> batting her eyelashes and whatnot. Guess what? She got the ticket. She got the ticket. <laughs> she got the Good ticket. Good for you, officer. Don't be swayed. We noticed something. We we zoomed in. He's married. The last thing he wants to do is tell his wife, yeah, he's not getting dinner. Didn't give her the ticket. Yeah. yeah. Follow, follow the letter of the law. Kumbaya, everybody. Okay, we will see you tomorrow. <laughs>